Hi, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. My name is John Bishop with John Bishop Fine Arts, and this is a podcast called Conversations for Freelance Creatives. We're talking about building art businesses, and regardless of what level of where you are in your career, in your art career, we're uh, hoping to have conversations about what it means to run an art business, what we learn along the way and some of the people we meet on this journey. So hopefully you'll continue to join us. Today I was going to talk a little bit about uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, It's a a word that is thrown around a lot, one that gives me a little pause. Uh, I think of myself as a small businessman. I think of myself as an artist, but I don't usually think of myself as being entrepreneurial. And and I think that that needs some conversation because I guess I am an entrepreneur. I guess the thing that, the first thing that pops into my mind when I think of the word entrepreneur are are incredibly successful high-tech folks who are self-made billionaires, people like Steve Jobs and and Bill Gates uh, and Mark Cuban uh, maybe even Oprah. You know, Oprah's probably not somebody, I, I know she's entrepreneurial, but I think, I think she's worked so hard that she doesn't pop into my mind first when I think of an entrepreneur. And I know that's not fair. I know it's not fair to think that these folks came to money easily. They may have come to money quickly, uh, but I, don't th- I know that there's loads and loads of hard work that everybody has gone through to get there. And obviously not all entrepreneurs are that successful. In fact, there are lots and lots of folks who probably fail as entrepreneurs. In fact, all entrepreneurs fail probably quite frequently. Um, one of the things that I, I find most interesting about the word entrepreneur is that people seem to conflate the word entrepreneur with small business so that all small businesses are are somehow apparently entrepreneurial. I'm not sure that's true, particularly if you're running a franchise or something like that. But to be an entrepreneur to me means that you are taking all the risks. There is this incredible relationship between risk and hard work that go into being an entrepreneur. So I guess I am an entrepreneur and I'm assuming you are too. We are working really, really hard. We don't have bosses of our own. We're freelance, self-employed. We are out there trying to create a business where there is not a business. So we're, we're creative people. We are, are not just following a rule book that someone else has given us. We have no particular boss, as I mentioned. And we are putting all of our money and all of our talent and all of our... Uh, we are taking all the risks in these businesses. And that is a little frightening. In fact, pretty evident to me that entrepreneurship is not going to be for everyone. You have to be able to, to balance that, that risk aversion and that ability to, to take chances and the ability to accept that you're going to fail 
more than you're going to succeed. That's a hard pill to swallow. Nobody likes to fail. I, I think of a quote that I, I guess it was Henry Ford who said that, well, I don't look at this as a failure. I just look that I, there are now 10,000 ways I know won't work. I'm sure I slaughtered that quote. But that's the attitude you have to have. I mean, you have to be able to say, I have to be able to risk this level in my business and I could lose it all. And I have to be able to get right back up and try again. And that's, that's very, very frightening for a lot of people. So it's not for everyone. Uh, and, and the thing that I find even more limiting is the fact that as artists, many of us don't want to be business people. We, we, we ran away from this corporate world. We, we want to be creative. We want to have our own, uh, our own schedules. We want to be able to call the shots and where our business goes and, and how our business feels and, and the kind of lifestyle that that business brings to us. I was in a meeting recently at the studios where we, where we have studios in Houston. And there's a, a big meeting and one of the artists there, young, a young woman, said, um, I don't, I know I'm a small business, but I don't want to be. I don't want to be a businesswoman. I want to paint. I just want to paint and I want people to come in and buy my art uh, and more power to her. And, and in fact, it was so funny because she read the room instantly uh, of the other artists who were there. And she said, but I know I have to. Uh, and, and she's right. She does have to. We are small businessmen and women, and we have to treat our creative businesses the same as everyone else who's in business. And I'll say with a bit of a caveat, I'm not sure that that's precisely true. I mean, we are artists after all. Our businesses are not like most brick-and-mortar enterprises, right? I mean... I can come in when I want. I can skip days when I want. I can create whatever I want. I can market any way I choose. I have lots and lots of freedoms, but I also have lots and lots of responsibilities. Um, obviously, if I stop marketing, my business will drop. If I stop working, creating, then I'm not going to have the inventory to sell. And if I don't keep in front of people... They're going to forget who I am. Not sure that's is true for the local, you know, convenience store at the end of the corner. Uh, there, people pass by every day. People need the kinds of things they sell repeatedly. I'm going to go in there for toothpaste. I'm going to go in there for milk. It's not every day I'm going to say, oh, "Man, I need to run buy some art." Uh, it's a very, very different way of approaching a customer. So I, I don't think we're like many other businesses. And some of the problems that I have when I do research into to how to run my small art business is a lot of the advice that I see given is for those more traditional types of businesses. And we talked, I think, before about networking. It's really, really important to network. But if I go to a standard chamber of commerce, I'm going to be there with the, with the guy who runs the the local um, 
convenience store. I'm going to be there with the with the the woman who who runs the flower shop, and I'm going to be there with the real estate broker in town, and and maybe the the local banker, and and they may have business that they can share between them. But I really don't fit in the same way. I mean, they're very nice, and it's always good to make contacts. But people are not going to buy art the way they buy real estate or flowers. It's just not the same. So a lot of the information that's out there on the web and then researching uh, through books. See, I still read books. I'm that old. A lot of that won't be directly applicable to me. And that's true of entrepreneurial studies as well. You know, there are kinds of entrepreneurs that I will never even need to consider. There are entrepreneurs that are, are people who go in and start up companies and then they sell them off and go and start up newer companies and sell them off. That's not the kind of company I'm building. There are entrepreneurs who are saying that, you know, the real goal is to go in there and build this massive business structure that can exist without me or that I can bequeath to my heirs and and then I can step out of that business and it would stand on its own. Well, that's never going to work for an artist. Uh, No one is going to be able to produce my art but me. No one is able to sing uh, songs the way a singer sings and and no one is able to to sculpt the way a sculptor does. These these businesses are intimately tied to us. The we are our brand in that sense. Uh, so I, I think you have to take a lot of this advice that's out there with a grain of salt. You need to be able to apply that to the specific constraints or, or flavors of your artistic practice. And so no, it's not for everyone. Um, but it, is, it isn't something that people are born with. You can learn to be a good business person. You can learn to be an entrepreneur. It's not some kind of innate talent that you're born with. It can be developed. And in that sense, it should be developed, right? We want to be successful. I just think that as artists, we need to kind of recalibrate what success means. It doesn't necessarily mean that we go out and make a lot of money. Obviously we want to, but that may not be primary, particularly as you get started out. Maybe in the beginning, your goal is more to get known in the art community, in the art world. Maybe it's to reach out to others. It's to to market your 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 beautiful artwork on Instagram to sell things or offer things for sale online. Not so much basing your success on whether or not you're making money at the beginning. Keep the day job until then. Uh, But there will come a time when you have to decide, am I going to take this entrepreneurial leap? Am I going to, to quit the day job and jump off that cliff into freelance work and make it make it work for me and and be willing to risk everything and to reap everything in return because you know if i'm going to take all the risks that means i get to keep all of the money or 
of course, lose all the money depending upon how it goes. Um, so I think we really need to change the way we approach risk, the way we think about risk. It's a bit of a paradigm shift. Instead of saying, oh, wow, I could lose everything. This could be catastrophic. If you can turn enough to where you're accepting that risk as an opportunity. Wow, look at what I can do. I am not constrained by this organization or by this, this gallery. I can just make this as big as I want to make it. And that's freeing and a little intimidating at the same time. But you know what? We're all about that, right? We are creatives. We like to... It's not a question of working hard, right? We like to work. We enjoy what we're doing. This gives, gives us... It feeds us. And I'm not saying that means it's always fun. Spilling your guts out every time you... You write a poem or every time you paint a painting, uh, every time you sing a song can be absolutely brutal. So it's not necessarily always fun, but it is always rewarding, always rewarding. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying about shifting your focus on what is success. Maybe the success is the reward you get from producing or performing an art, less so what you're earning. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not saying that we shouldn't aim high and earn lots. We should become squillionaires immediately. I think that is, would be a, mar- a marvelous goal. But it isn't the only way we're going to measure our success. So I'd like to to take some time to talk a little bit about what it is we can do to hedge our bets. How can we prepare ourselves a little better for this entrepreneurial experience and success, whatever that term ends up meaning. And to me, that's all about planning. And we've been talking uh, last week about planning goals and objectives. And in fact, Bogdan and I are just back from a, a trip to Galveston. Uh, Texas, where we spent a couple of days working on our goals and objectives. And and this year it was a little special because we were actually working on a strategic plan. We built a strategic plan five years ago, and it was time to kind of revisit that plan and update it. So it was a little more involved than just creating annual goals and objectives, which we did. Uh, But we actually had to sit back and and our company, our business over the last five years has shifted. We started off really working in video production for businesses and in uh, photography for business-to-business photography. Well, we have shifted. We are now pretty much only looking at fine art as as our business. And so that changed a lot of the things in our planning. We had to kind of reevaluate who our customer is, and um, that is a, a very fun process for me, because before we were looking at our our clients were business folks. They were marketing people at at big companies. They were they were art buyers at 
at corporations or at magazines. Um, that's, not our, that's not our customer now. We are now looking at people who are art collectors, people who are designers, people who are, are decorating their homes. This is a very, very different clientele that we're now, we're now reaching out to. And so our marketing and things needs, need to change as well. So we really needed to reevaluate who we are as a business and create those goals for this year, but also for three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years. And uh, we're going to be amazing in 20 years, by the way. Stick around. Uh, it's going to be lovely. So I would encourage you to, to think about your own business, where you're going by making plans and, and good goals and objectives, both short-term and long-term, and to really sit and evaluate who you are selling to, who are you performing for. Uh, know who those people are. Our collector is named Gloria. She's between 50 and 70 years old. She is a professional woman. She has money to spend. She loves the arts, and she wants to have a more personal relationship with art, not just buy it because it's pretty. She wants to be involved as an art collector. She wants to get to know the artist. She wants to know the story behind the piece of art that she buys and hangs on her wall and shares with her friends. She, uh, she's a lot of fun. She's looking to participate in some sort of community. She's, she's looking for an experience, not just for a piece of art. We like Gloria, and uh, we need to reach out to her and find out where she lives, where she works, how do we reach her, and how do we let her know how she can be a part of our lives. So let me hear from you. What are your thoughts on whether or not you're an entrepreneur, whether or not your art business is in fact like every other business? Uh, what it is that you're doing to, to help yourself succeed in ways that might be different from standard run-in-the-mill business uh, enterprises. Let me know what you're thinking. This is a conversation. If you've got any tips, got any ideas, we'd love to hear them. And uh, love to make this a part of, of your week as well. Um, this week... Um, we are talking about entrepreneurship. Next week, we're going to be talking about seeing the big picture as a creative entrepreneur, how to actually pull back enough from your business to be able to see the long view, which uh, will be interesting, uh, something I love talking about. Um, this whole month, we're giving a, uh, have a special giveaway if you'd like to have a copy of the spreadsheet that I use, a template of the spreadsheet that I use to run our business, to manage all our finances, to sales and, and deposits, and to plan all of our projects. Just let me know. You can go to johnbishopfineart.com and uh, click on the tab that says giveaways, or I'll also put the, the link down below if you're, if you're watching this. Uh, if you're just listening, you'll just go to the website. You'll be able to find it. And I'm happy to send that to you free. Just send me your name and your email, and I'll forward you a copy of that file. Use it any way you like. Change it up. Hopefully, it'll be useful to you in your business as it has been in mine. Other than that, have a wonderful week. Keep creating. 
let us know. If you like this, please, uh, please let us know. Support us. Follow us. Subscribe to the channel. Check out my other content at johnbishopfineart.com. And have a wonderful week. Be a great entrepreneur. And we'll talk to you again next time. Bye now.